0: So if you're listening to this podcast, you know that Kevin and I love a certain type of movie, but what you may or may not know is that we also both really love dogs. I love my dogs so much. I have two, and they're my kids. Yeah, I myself just got a brand new dog. Her name is B, And one of the first things we did when we got her was sign her up for BarkBox. When BarkBox shows up here each month, we call it Puppy Christmas. Why? Because your goodest boy or girl is gonna get two innovative toys, two all natural bags of treats, and a chew curated from a unique theme collection. So head to BarkBox.com slash Cult of Splat and get a free extra month when you sign up for a new subscription. That's BarkBox.com slash Cult of Splat. Nope, nope, wrong music. Hello, everyone out there in Radioland. Rumors of our demise have been greatly exaggerated. We are back. I, of course, am Taylor Bartle, here, as always, with Kevin Nesgoda. Yo. Demise was kind of of feeling close. Not like, you know, we're going to shut down the podcast, like, for, you know, just because. Just because I was really fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. um, I, I... Neglected posting anything on social media, but yeah, Kevin was sick, so we we had to take a couple weeks off again. Uh, but we are back, and better late than never. We are finishing up Broken Lizard Month, even though it's technically not the same month. But Happy Krampus Knocked, everybody! It's not live, Kevin. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> we are recording this on December fifth, which of course is Krampus Knocked or Krampus Night. Where we celebrate the shadow of Christmas, who uh, goes and finds the naughty boys and girls and beats them with sticks and puts them in a bag and throws them in the river. Yay! Can we go beat some children, Taylor? Can we go beat some children? <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to um, what the fuck's that place over there, Leavenworth. I was gonna, like grade school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do live next to a high school. We could go just whack some high schoolers with sticks. Yeah, but they might hit back. You might want to go try that whole, like, how many five-year-olds you can take at once, you know, Yeah, scenario. but they might be 18. Oh, that's true. saves us jail time. That's a good point. You wouldn't be <laughs> assaulting a minor. I mean, you might be. You got to make sure they're seniors. Yeah. Can I see your license and your identification, <laughs> please, sir? Whack. Whack. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's go to a high school and start asking kids for their ID. <laughs> what are two four-year-old men doing at a high school asking for ID? <laughs> Sir, I'm going to need you to leave the premises immediately. Not again. Okay, uh, we're not talking anything, Krampus, though. We are talking no. about the only Broken Lizard movie left that matters. And one that has flown under a lot of radars. It's the Slammin' Salmon. I forgot how much I enjoyed this. It, it's like so I said, funny. it's yeah, it's very underrated. Everyone talks about super troopers and beer Fest and, and the other ones. Um, anyway, club drive being the other one, the other, one. but no one really talks about flam and salmon. I think it might've gone straight to, straight to video. I think I it was straight it to video. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the only one that went straight to video or the first one besides the first one that went straight to video. <laughs> puddle cruiser, puddle cruiser. Yeah. Puddle cruiser is bad. I haven't seen it. It's not good. I was like, I was like, oh, well, you know, Broken Lizard. This was their start, so I guess I'll check it out. And it's just not very good. Mm, that sucks. Yeah, but they moved on to bigger, better things, like Slightly. Slam and Salmon. Uh, critics score, Tomato Meter score, thirty five percent, not great. New no. audience score, forty seven percent. Hey, it's better. It's a twelve percent increase or twelve point increase. But still. That's worse than half. Yeah, more than half of the people that saw this didn't like it. The fuck? What's wrong with those people? This is a good restaurant movie too. Having worked in the restaurant industry, so you know this is—it's pretty accurate to what happens. I liked it better than uh, that Dane Cook, Ryan Reynolds movie, where waiting. they actually, yeah, waiting where they were hitting on like a sixteen-year-old the entire time. <laughs> waiting was okay. It's—I it agree. This is better though. Yeah. And it's got Michael Clark Duncan, who is R. phenomenal. I love, phenomenal. Love Michael Clark Duncan, man. Yeah, he's so good in this. He's good in everything, though. Yeah, like this is this was really. I mean, I don't know if this was his big foray into comedy, but this is in my mind that his biggest comedy role, or at least his best comedy role. You know, he's known for the Green Mile most of most of all. So, yeah, and you know he what almost won an Oscar for that. Yeah and it's in that movie is the furthest from funny you can get right i don't know why i laughed i i i've watched it once and that was enough like it's so good but it's so gut punch heart wrenching yeah yeah okay uh critics consensus is uh wait that can't be right no sorry oh i'm look oh boy Oh Uh-oh. fuck me! Uh, I was gonna say comedy is hit or miss in the slasher spoof, and I was like, "That's not the right movie." Hmm, <laughs> that was uh, that was last episode. Uh, it's like I know there was some threat of a uh, killing in this movie, but there was actually no. Well, there was one actual death. Okay, uh, potty humor and juvenile antics keep this workplace comedy from being particularly funny or memorable. This person, I'm has sorry, never but worked uh, in a restaurant. I'm sorry, but the potty humor and juvenile antics are what makes this movie fucking hilarious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess it's minutes. a uh yeah, it's it's our sophomoric humor, I guess. Yeah. Uh this movie written, of course, by the Broken Lizard crew, directed by Kevin Heffernan. <laughs> change-up? Yeah, not directed by J. trans drafted by Farva. Uh in this one he plays um uh Rod. Is that his name? Uh Rich. Rich, yeah. It was it was like it's an R name. Yeah. He is also Ted Mosby sex architect. Oh, there are a lot of crossovers in this one. Yeah, there are. That's true. Um IMDB synopsis, the owner of a Miami restaurant indebted to the mob, institutes a contest <laughs> to see what waiter can earn the most money in one night. I mean technically it's the Yakuza. Yeah. But the Yakuza. Um, Overall, not a bad synopsis. No, that's pretty straight on. I mean, it doesn't really mention that the reason he has this contest is because he needs $20,000 to pay the Yakuza. Yeah. But it does mention he's indebted to him, so I kind of, will let it slide. Yeah. Yen, y- dollars, same thing. Don't jump ahead. My bad. <gasps> Bleep that. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that. <sighs> okay, should we dive All in? All right, let's do it. All right. Uh the opening credits are very similar to well they're not actually very similar. They are they look exactly like Zagat ratings. Like it even yeah. says Zagat. Does it say Zagat ratings? I don't remember what it says, but it, it mentions Zagat specifically yeah. by name. They have like a Zagat award at the very end of it, so yeah. Yeah, and it's all just these raving reviews about how great this restaurant is. Um it was it's a cash-only restaurant, we find out, which doesn't really ever come into play. So I don't really know why they mention it, but yeah. Um, started by a boxer named Cleon and Salmon. Played Woo! by Michael Clark Duncan. The champ, undefeated. That's right. Manager is uh, Rich, played by Kevin Heffernan. Um, <laughs> but in the, the opening scene, he's actually still a waiter. He's not the manager yet. Yeah, we're like a year in the past. Right. And like... <laughs> He comes up to this couple at a restaurant, and the guy's like, hey, my girlfriend don't like her tuna. <laughs> and, like, th- this girl, I don't know the actress's name, but she's Carla been in, Gallo. like, every... Carla what? Carla Gallo. She's been in every sitcom ever made. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah, she was in How I Met Your Mother, too, I believe. But probably. I know she was in The League. That's yep. That's the thing I recognize her from. Um, Yeah, she's been in, like, everything. She, she was in a bunch of... um. God, what is his name? Um, Judd Apatow movies, too. Yeah. Yeah. But she's, you know, she's like, no, no, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, the, this guy is just like, hey, he's a monkey wrench. It's his job. He's like, here, just take it. Just put a little fire under it. And so he goes in the back and he tells the chef, played by Paul Soder, who is uh, Foster in Super Troopers, Dave in Beerfest and Dave, in, <laughs> or no, Dave, Dave in Club Dread and Dave in this. Right. I don't remember his name in Beerfest. Oh, Hans. Something. No. no. Jan. Jan. Yeah. Jan Wolfhouse. Oh, wolf but he's he's is- the chef. He's the chef, and Rich tells him. You know, the guy says it's it's undercooked. He's like, look, tuna is a very delicate fish. All right. And he, or sorry, I'm fucking this all up. Rich says that to the goon at the table. And the guy says, you know, just tell the chef to cook it nice and shoves it in Rich's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, we also need more butter and like rubs the butter on his nose. Son of a bitch. I mean, as a person who loves food and loves a nice sear tuna, it's seriously like anybody who wants to cook tuna at home, it's incredibly easy. Oil in the pan. Salt, pepper, each side of this thing. 30 seconds on a medium-high heat. Each side, it's done. That's all you want to cook tuna. But it's also tuna. You can fucking eat it raw. (laughs) It's true. You can eat it raw. You can mix it with some mayonnaise, throw it on some bread, dip it in a a soup. Fucking A. But so now Rich goes into the kitchen, tells Dave, customer wants a refire. And the guy says, hey, you tell him if he wants it cooked more, he can shove it up his ass. <laughs> There's a lot of ass shoving in this film. <laughs> Rich is like in his ass. He's like, yes, tell him to cook it within the inside of his anus. All right, then. <laughs> and so he just like, he's like, all right, fuck it. Throws the thing on the grill, pushes it down with a spatula and just burns the shit out of it. <sighs> Ugh, this hurt me. This hurt me. <laughs> Rich brings it back to the table, and it's just black. And the guy's just like, "Oh, you want to get smart with me, smart guy?" And his girlfriend's like, "Oh, you always got to beat the shit out of the loser." <laughs> um, yeah, yep, he I fucked this up. Restaurants so. like he's like the mac- You beat the guy's ass at the macaroni girl at Chili's, at <laughs> <Cheesecake> Factory. <laughs> like, geez, yeah, just every like chain restaurant that there is. Okay, so I fucked it up again. I mean, I'll tell you flat out. I watched this movie two weeks ago when we were supposed to initially record this. So Yeah, I watched it like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, this is when he shoves it in, in Rich's yeah. mouth. And he's like, tell me it tastes like shit. <laughs> Rich is like, it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, alright, bring us some swordfish instead. Oh, gross. So Rich goes in the back and he like, as soon as he walks through the door, he turns around like flips off the door and he's like, fuck you, shit bird! Good name, good name. I like it. Going with the emotion here. Uh, he then runs into the manager, oh, hey. played by played by of Splat, honorary all-star Nat Faxon. Hey, Nat Faxon. Welcome back. And he's just like, I saw you eating that. You're like, you're not supposed to be eating the food unless it's, you know, he says it was a go-back. And he's like, well, then put it in the go-back section. And the guy's like, well, the guy like, shoved it in my mouth. And he's like, really? The customer shoved it in your mouth and told you you had to eat it. He's like, yeah. Well, Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly what happened. We have it on film. If we want to pull the whole, you know, space thing here. But, but Nat Faxon is just like, okay, and I'm the prime minister of Narnia. That'd be a good job. It'd be kind of fun. By the way, have you watched the American Bake Off? Not yet. But, you know, you, you texted me the other night about it, and I'm like, it, it is on the list. Yeah, because Nat Faxon is on it. He seems like he's a good baker. Sweet. Hidden talent. Good for him. The, the best part of the whole show is Marshawn Lynch, though. Of course. Because I bet they have to, like, you know, reel him in at least ten times an episode. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But Nat Faxon tells him, you know, you're gonna have to pay for that that fish. And uh, Rich just goes, you know what? Fuck this. I quit. Nat Faxon tells him, alright, but you're gonna have to go tell the champ yourself. Oh, no. Rich is like, no, fuck that. I'll just leave. Screw the champ. And Netfaction is just like, yeah, well, that's what Marty Melman did. And now Marty Melman is breathing through a hole in his throat. Fuck. He says, he says uh, if you walk out of here, he will find you and he will ass fuck you in the mouth or the face. The face. <laughs> <laughs> it's he will ass fuck you in the face. That's, that's a deep ass fucking. But so he, he goes up to the champ's office, and he's about to knock on the door, and he turns around, chickens out, and he's like, hey, uh, Carl was Nat Faxon's character. He says, uh, Rich Parente is not a quitter, and then he falls down the stairs. <laughs> Breaks his leg. His leg is bent all kinds of backwards. It's definitely a compound fracture. or That's the one that pokes through the skin, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And the, like, big goon guy is like, oh, I guess we're not getting our swordfish. Oh, (laughs) you fuckhead. You fucking dick. So, cut to one year later. uh, We see Guy, played by Eric Stolhansk. Hey, Guy. uh, Of course, Rabbit. He's like, got one of those electric teeth whitener, blue light things, some UV teeth whitener. I don't know. Yeah, and his teeth were sizzling (laughs) as he was using it. That scared me a little bit. He's like super tan, like yeah. gross orange tan, and yeah, he looks like Donald Trump kind of, but With like facial hair and and hair, yeah, and hair, and like as fat. Yeah, I was gonna say moderately, moderately attractive, and, and he can speak a whole sentence. Yeah, he's going off about how last night he went to Club Merengue and they tried to kick him out. But then he had to remind them that it was daylight savings time. Ooh. Uh, and in that extra hour, he had five Smirnoff ices and left with a Bangladeshi hooker. You banged the deshi out of her. I banged her deshi all night long. <laughs> what is a deshi? Uh, like a tushy? Oh, okay. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, sir. close enough. But he's like, so what did you get up to last night? And he's talking to uh, Nuts. This guy's nuts, his name yeah. is Nuts. Uh, played by Jay sakar And he's like, last night I had sex with an orangutan. That's how he <laughs> talks. He talks like a game yeah. show host. He does it so well. And Guy is just like, oh, yeah? A bachelor party? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just like, oh, yeah. Guy is, like, not phased by this at all. He's like, that's cool. He's like, what did it smell like? Bananas. and that's just like bananas mostly <laughs> and uh, guy's just like oh that's that's crazy man and that's just like i'm pulling your leg guy i did not fuck an orangutan last night should we start doing the podcast with these voices uh yeah i think we should all right for the and next you do, like, the, half the nuts face with like one eyebrow up oh yeah that's gonna hurt yeah <laughs> Uh, we're then introduced to Mia and Tara. Mia is played by April Bowlby, who oh, to April me, Bowl. to me, I always remember her as Candy from uh, Two and a Half Men. Yep. That's the first time I fell in love with her. Uh, until this. Now, every time I see her, I think I call her Soup Face. But... Well, you have to call her <laughs> Soup Face. <laughs> and Tara is played by Robin Scherbatsky. Yeah, we will be referring to her as Robin through this entire thing. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. But they're talking about how Connor is coming back. He apparently left slam and salmon to go be a star of a TV show. <laughs> and Shcherbatsky <laughs> is asking candy. Uh, she says, you know, do you think you guys will get it on again? And she's like, Oh no, you don't get two bites of the apple, especially when it's um, golden delicious. delicious. So she does this really awkward hip swivel dance. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect from a white girl? Yeah. But so Rich tells everybody uh, that there it will be a free dessert to whoever sells the most blackened cod, or I guess no, this is Dave says yeah, uh, free dessert for whoever sells the most blackened cod because it's the reason it's blackened is because it's going bad. <laughs> you, you no no one fish goes bad it makes you sick instantaneously <laughs> it doesn't matter if you turn it into jerky it's going to get you sick yeah but. Everyone's kind of noticing that uh, there's appears to be two Daves. There's like a guy who looks exactly like Dave, who's hey mopping Dave. or sweeping or something. Uh, turns out it's Donnie, the new oh. busboy, who is Dave's identical twin brother. That's handy. Yeah. This guy, Connor, that they were talking about shows up, played by Steve Lemmy, a.k.a. Mac, a.k.a. Juan. Juan, Juan. Castillo. Peter Lope rich tells him you're two hours late and he goes nah daylight savings time he's like well in that Uh, case you should have been an hour early (laughs) Ooh, burn got him there um but they say you know hey you know we we really like your nose job he's like i I did not get a nose job i just i got a haircut and it makes my face look tiny (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's how it works yeah and he's like the camera actually takes two pounds off your nose oh cool and somebody i don't remember who they're like i think you took 2 pounds off if your nose i think it was uh rich <laughs> but it turns out he spent a shitload of cash that he didn't actually have and so now he's he's back to work hey uh the rich. show he was starring on was CFI Hotlanta Hotlanta I don't know what the F stands for. I've been trying to figure out what the F stands <laughs> There's parts where I had to go rewind the movie because I was like getting lost and thought, I was like, what the fuck could F stand for? Criminal Finders Investigation is the closest I think I can come up. Crime Field Investigation? That could be it. Cr- yeah, Crime Field. Maybe they... I don't know if I've ever heard anyone call it a Crime Field before. But... Maybe it's like, you know, an equestrian. They're doing equestrian in Atlanta, and they have like a horse field that they go investigate. <laughs> Has all has all those horse fields in Atlanta. Atlanta, famously known for its horse fields. And of course, everyone refers to them as horse fields. <laughs> Not pastures. <laughs> Even my dog is looking at me right now and saying I'm stupid. Go back to sleep, bud. You can't... You're deaf anyway. But so we get a flashback of when Connor quit. He gets the call that he got the role. He, like... He starts with his back to the camera, and he turns around, and sure enough, he's got a big old honker. Yeah, it, it, I think it qualifies as a full-on schnoz. And I think it is, it's schnoz territory. Yeah, right. Yeah, but he like just takes a whole bowl of um, coleslaw and just <laughs> dumps it down his pants, and he's like s- dancing through the restaurant, and he's like, "Suck it, eat a dick, suck it, lick it, stick it, double dick it, and fuck you." <laughs> And the audience is enjoying this quite a bit. They're like, hey, this waiter has snapped and I am here for it. <laughs> Dinner and a show. I like it. Ooh, and then he coleslaw. Like, yeah, he kicks at the door and all the coleslaw flies out of the bottom of his pant leg all over the door. That was so cool. Uh, but then they went and killed him off after two episodes. Oh, he shouldn't have bought that Ferrari, I assume. Uh, according to him, it's because him and the actor who plays the commissioner on the show took a trip to Ejacuador. Oh. And Shcherbatsky is like, uh, isn't yeah. that Morgan Fairchild? He's like, it is Morgan Fairchild. Did you have a crush on Morgan Fairchild at any point in your life? Never did. Hmm. I had to think for a little bit when she was doing those like Christmas Old Navy commercials. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> Morgan Fairchild, and it quickly disappeared. But the showrunner, uh, Dick Lobo, got jealous. If you don't (laughs) get that joke, the long-running creator of CSI is Dick Wolf, and Lobo is Spanish for wolf. We are turning into, like, a language learning podcast slowly, I feel. (laughs) Slowly but surely. We are getting there. Um, one of my favorite 30 Rock jokes, when Kenneth moves to standards and practices, and he's like, I can't say Dick Wolf on TV. <laughs> also, oh, by man. the way, I'm, I'm wearing my, my Krampus sweater. I don't know if you you saw that. Oh, that's a sick sweater. There's a yeah, child man. about to be murdered in that sweater. Yeah, there's a child in the sack. <laughs> he is screaming, and he and is like terrified. terrified. I love this oh, sweater. that's a great sweater. Okay, uh, but Connor's character was found dead in a petting zoo with the killer's <laughs> sperm in his shoe. how did it get in the shoe? <laughs> but Guy wants to know all about Morgan Fairchild. He says, uh, was, she, was she wet? Was she dry? Did she laugh? Did she cry? <laughs> <laughs> but so Connor's telling the story. He says, you know, Morgan Fairchild comes to me and she says, hey, I want to see you in my trailer. So I go in there and she is wearing the littlest tiniest most microscopic piece of lingerie i've ever seen and guy is like oh what color was it and he's like clear <laughs> or, yeah i think he says see through actually see through like a spider yeah. web <laughs> and he says and she says i have something for you and she takes out this gift wrapped box and she pulls out and i shit you not the biggest, blackest. blackest. <laughs> and then the major D comes over and is just like, guy, I just sat you. And he's like, no, I have to hear this. <laughs> and he goes over and he's talking to, um, he's talking to this guy who just sat down, who was actually Will Forty, Forte. Randy. Is it Forte or Forty? I think it's Will Forte. I, I've heard it both ways. And I don't know which, I, I always thought it was Forte, but I swear I've heard it was Forty before. But like off the other guys are talking, you can hear him go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a heck of a story was just told. Yeah. He goes over to Will Forte and Will Forte is just like, hey, sport. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And he says, sounds like, sounds like somebody just told a, a great story. Meanwhile, you can hear Connor going, hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> 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 oh, I want to know how that story ended. <laughs> Um, but so we see Mark Evan Jackson, who is best known to me as Sean from the good place. Yes. And he's sitting with Rosalie Ward, who to me is Sally from one episode of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. (laughs) Sally, send me hair. (laughs) (laughs) But so Connor goes up to serve them and and this girl, I'm just going to call her Sally. Sally is just like wait, hang on. Oh my God. I know you. And Mark Evan Jackson's just like, maybe he's in your spin class. He looks like a spinner. <laughs> and Connor's just like, is it uh, from TV, you think? And she's like, oh, yes, of course. You waited on me last time I was here. Uh- oh. And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, I was gone for a while. I left to be on CFI Hotlanta. <laughs> Mark, Kevin Jackson, is just like, yeah. And I'm the black woman from law and order. <laughs> Suddenly we hear this bell ding, ding, ding. This microphone comes down from the ceiling. Like Mr. Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. <laughs> And Nuts is just like, ladies and gentlemen, from Hell's Kitchen, New York, the Doctor of Destruction, the Captain of Crunch, the Heavyweight Champion of the World, Slammin' Cleon Salmon! And so, you know, Michael Clark Duncan comes out, and he says, thanks everybody for being there, and he's like, just remember, if you need anything, ring the bell. And he says, and come back soon, or I'll ring your bell. Ooh. Now, to say that Cleon is punch drunk would probably be generous. This dude is like grade 7 CTE at this point. Yeah, he is... um, He probably is working not even at a 7th grade level. Uh, Yeah, if he could pass 4th grade at this point, I'd be shocked. Yeah, but he goes up to his office and Rich is in there. He's talking to his wife on the phone. He's like, you know... Uh, He's telling her that he got the Nora Jones tickets. And Cleon walks in and he's like, well, 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 if it isn't the king of Siam. (laughs) And so he asked him, he says, you know, are you familiar with Japanese albino hunting? (laughs) Which is just like, can't say that I am champ. Um, I have questions. (laughs) According to Cleon, it's all the rage in Japan. Uh, They send a bunch of Japanese albinos loose in the forest and... You hunt them. Oh, right. (laughs) That's exactly how it sounds. (laughs) And Rich is like, you kill them? He's like, no, no, it's strictly catch and release. Again, I have questions. (laughs) Are they in their underwear? Are they greased up too? (laughs) You can't get me. (laughs) Nuts comes in with Cleon's drink and he's got a silly straw. And Cleon, like this, is just to give you like an idea of his mental faculties. He's just like, ooh, crazy straw. <laughs> he's like, yay. But he's telling Rich, you know, about the albino hunting. He says, you know, my first time out, one ran right by me, and I got so nervous, I smacked him in the head and almost decapitated him. Ooh, Rich is like, it's actually uh, decapitated. And then, for the first of several times. Cleon says something that I love to just shout at people. (laughs) Whatever, motherfucker! You do not tell the champ he is wrong. (laughs) But he tells him that, uh, Cleon tells Rich that he bet the head of the Yakuza that he could catch more albinos than him, and he lost. So now he owes the Yakuza $20,000. Those are some people you don't want to owe 20k to. Absolutely not. I know from experience. No, I don't. But Rich, what? <laughs> no. Cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> but Rich says, you know, oh, that's, you know, pocket change for you. And he's like, actually, I'm a little cash poor right now. Uh, I bought some land on the moon right next to John Travolta. <laughs> and Rich was like, oh, well, you know, real estate's a smart investment. <laughs> I looked it up. There are companies selling places, uh, real estate on the moon. Do not buy. Oh, it I because... believe it. I bet Elon Musk is probably selling property on the moon. I bet he owns half the moon, and none of that will hold up in court. No, because he's all about Mars. That's true. Can we send he him? He wants to Mars. To call Mars? Yeah, if you want to be on Mars so bad, just fucking go. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so he tells Rich, "Look, I need you guys to make twenty thousand dollars tonight." Or the yakuza is going to take the restaurant. I don't really know how that's possible, but it's a movie. Is are going to just... show up when you are the yakuza, yakuza boss with the, the white suit who just stands in the back and <laughs> waiting to do something cool. You know when he does, it's going to be really cool. <laughs> Aww. But Rich is just like, you know, I I wish you would have told me sooner. I could have you know got more waiters on staff and and been more prepared. And Cleon says, "Well, I wish Nino Gutierrez would have told me he was going to sock me with a hard right in the fracas in Caracas, and now look at him—he's dead." Cut to—he has a photo behind his head of him standing over a fucking body bag that is bleeding out. <laughs> that was a big blood stain. I think it's actually just a t- like a sheet over the guy. I don't think it's actually yeah. a body bag, but but still, he's standing over this dead body. Um. <laughs> arms stretched out like Muhammad Ali. Just like crying next to him. But Cleon's like if I lose the restaurant, I'm going to be mad. And if I'm mad, I'm going to beat the shit out of you and break all your arms. (laughs) All two of them? Yes. Okay. But so Rich says, he, he goes and he tells the wait staff that the champ is offering a big prize to the highest selling waiter. And Sherbatsky is just like, is it cash? He's like, it's not cash. And I think it's Guy, It's like a, a BJ from your mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's like, no, it's two front row tickets to Nora Jones. Oh, hey. And Guy gets all excited. And um, Connor is just like, you like Nora Jones? And he goes, no. But think of all the Tang that's going to be there. I'll be up to my elbows in Tang like a fucking astronaut. That's a lot of Tang. That's... You might say too much tang. I don't think you can handle that much tang in one sitting. (laughs) Nuts goes, with a space helmet on. (laughs) (laughs) And Guy just goes, you're a weird fucking dude, you know? (laughs) Is this what he mentions? Like the pickle jar? No, it's later. (laughs) Yeah, that's later. But so, uh, Mia Candy is, um, I want to start calling her soup face, but, the reference will be lost because it's too <laughs> early. But she goes out there. She's like undoes her shirt and like, you know, pushes her tits up and starts flirting with this table of guys. And she's like, you know, you're going to have the four pound lobster. That's a lot like, yeah. Lobster. Okay. That's a shitload of lobster. It, lobster usually goes for about 40, $45 a pound. Sounds like a $200 lobster for one for one. Uh, we then see Connor. Is He's got a table with uh, this, this actor named Marlon Spencer, who is played by Sandeel Ramamurthy, uh, who uh, I think was in Heroes? No. No. Fuck, what was he, what was he from? I'm uh, looking it up now. Uh, and he is, he is with his fiance or sorry, his girlfriend, Olivia Munn. Ooh, wait, sorry. What do you got against Olivia Munn? Yeah, she went kind of crazy she, recently. Because she broke up Mulaney's marriage? Oh, that's what she did. I always think she did something worse. This dude, like, uh, he did a lot, he said a lot of anime and like, he was in elementary. What was the show he was on? He was on a show. I I thought it was Heroes, but. It was Heroes. Yeah, he was was, Mahinder. Yeah, he was Mohinder. He was also on one episode of Psych. Was he? Which one? Uh, Fuck, I know. Hold on it was called bollywood homicide he was raj can they come up with a bar? oh yeah of course he was um okay but connor tells him you know how much he he likes his work and he says you know you the, the character you played was was brave but naive he was brave brave and like they both look at him like he's a fucking idiot <laughs> but they talk about how Olivia Munn plays, you know, like I said, his girlfriend, she's this interior designer that stole his heart. Oh, he says, you know, I, I hired her to decorate my chill chalet. And she said, first things first, call it a chalet. A chalet. And she's like, she's like, I just put the two words together. <laughs> I'm like, that's literally what Connor just did. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the asshole, right? Right. Uh, so Donnie, he drops a glass and breaks it and Uh-oh. Connor tells him, you know, now you got to do a shot of blue carousel, but that's, a, that's what we got a rule around here. Whenever somebody breaks something, got to do a shot of blue carousel. So he takes a shot and now he's, his teeth are just blue, just absolutely stained immediately. And he's like, you think anyone will notice? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Marlon pops into the kitchen and he tells Connor, he says, look, I, I want to propose tonight and I need your help. So, you know, I've I've got this ring, and I want you to put it in the dessert. And Connor's like, you know, okay, yeah, let's let's get her drunk. So she says yes. All right. But Marlon really hammers home. He's like, look, this is a custom made ring with a uh, I don't remember what size he said, but it was a it was four a South, carat, four carat South African yeah. Bing diamond. So he's like, so this this is like very very important. Like, do not fuck with this ring. Yeah. Because Elon Musk's father personally handcrafted it himself. He was, he was an Emeralds though, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I was just being an asshole. Sure. Yeah. As, as you do. Yeah. But Connor like puts the, um, or no, somebody, God, I don't remember who it is. Somebody comes in and puts something in the send back section and everybody just swarms around it and starts just, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's how about, about how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Connor tells Donnie, I think, he says, you know, when someone sends back a dessert, you got to move fast because they're like wild jackals at their mother's teat. Yeah, and there's like six people with forks just going after like a cannoli, basically. Right. But so Connor follows Mia into the walk-in freezer. And, um, you know, he, he tells her he's not really going to be around very long because he, he's just biding his time until he can move to California to become a model. And she's he's like, sure. don't you have to be like tall and attractive to be a model? And he's like, it's amazing what they can do with CGI these days. <laughs> but she's like, I like the new nose. He goes, I don't know why you guys keep saying that. It's not a new nose, it's the same old nose. But they start making out, and then she slaps him, and then like keeps keeps kissing him. And she's like, you fucking love it. <laughs> Ooh, she's a dirty girl. <laughs> but then she like pushes him away, and she's like. I'm not your tickle friend anymore. Hmm. He says, you know, tickle well, friend. <laughs> are you going to start using that? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> but he's like, you know, you, you may say no, but your friends say yes. And she's like, it's cold in here, asshole. <laughs> but so Donnie's talking to nuts and he says, you know, why, why do they call you nuts? And he goes, because I'm crazy. Uh, you should see me without my meds. One time I took—I did stop taking them. And an hour later, I was walking around with peanut butter in my hair, telling people my name was Zongo. I, d- I delivered an old lady a-, a cup of hot water with my balls in it. I don't know why, but I love the way he says, my balls in it. And Donnie's just like, talk about a red zinger. Which I- is that a drink? I don't know what that is. I think that like a red rocket dog thing. I, that, that, no, that wouldn't make sense. No. In context. No. Well, his balls were red. Google Red Zinger. Okay. But use incognito mode. <laughs> I use incognito mode a lot. Wait. Yeah, Nuts says, I, I don't remember any of it, but my balls were red. It, it's an herbal tea. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. Hot A wa- <laughs> cup of hot water with his balls in it, Red Zinger. Okay. Oh. Yes, made by Celestial all right but donnie's like are you serious And he's like totally no i'm joking Mm -hmm. but it is true (laughs) i like saying that (laughs) no i'm just kidding but it is true (laughs) meanwhile will forte is reading war and peace (laughs) which if you don't know is a like the biggest fucking book you've ever seen it's like reading a phone book like it's it's bigger than some phone book enormous Yeah, but guy comes over and he says, you know, have you decided? And he's like, oh, I haven't even had a chance to look at the menu yet. Meanwhile, Nuts and Mia are off delivering lobsters and steaks and, you know, whatever high dollar items. Will Forte says, what goes well with Tolstoy? Guys like Dom Perignon, Cristal, perhaps a Chateau Margaux or even a 1945 Rothschild. Damn, that's expensive. Is it? Oh, that's like half a million dollar bottle a lot. The uh, the 42. Yeah. Yeah. Forte says, okay, I'll take all four. Guy's like, really? He goes, no. I will have a cup of hot water with a lemon wedge. Oh, you're killing me, Forte. (laughs) Guy's just like, living on the edge. Meanwhile, Donnie's in the back just doing shots. He's just doing shots of Blue Carousel. <laughs> he's not actually breaking anything. I thought he like broke something and just started taking swigs off the bottle. I think that's later. Okay. Uh, so far, they are at $2,166.35. <sighs> Almost there. Almost. A, well, just over a tenth of the way there. <laughs> yeah. 11%. But Rich, he asks Connor and Donnie, he's like, what are you guys doing with the booze? and Connor's like I'm just Hayes and Dave's brother. And Tara's goofing off doing something. Sorry, Szwabski. And Rich is just like Robin, you love Nora Jones. I I've, I've heard you humming her songs. She says I also hum the Macarena. Doesn't mean I want to go to the Macarena concert. <laughs> Which trivia question? Who sang the Macarena? I used to know this. <laughs> Everybody used to know this. <laughs> Guns in my head. Pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But Nuts is like, I'm not sure who Norma Jones is. Is she the puppeteer? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's Guy says, uh, you know, Nora, Nora Jones is, is for chicks and weepy dudes like you. I want a real prize. You can tell the... Or no, so this is Connor that says that. He says, you can tell the champion to go fuck a cow then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. Love del Rio did the Macarena. See, that doesn't even sound right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm not it's saying not. you're wrong, but fucking hell. Like so many things have entered my brain since then that that doesn't even sound right. Yeah. And, and... I don't think it was a cover. No. <laughs> The Bayside Boys did a remix. (laughs) Who the fuck fuck are the Bayside Boys? I feel like I've heard of the Bayside Boys. Was it Zach Morris and A.C. Slater? No, no, that was... Bayside Boys? (laughs) Yeah. No, that was Zach Attack. (laughs) That was Zach Attack. That's what I was getting at. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Rich calls up Persuasion, Persuasion Spa and Casino... It sounds like hedonism too. Is that what it was called? We were talking about last time. Yeah. But the manager Jim Gaffigan answers the phone. Not eating a hot pocket. Uh, Returning to the Broken Lizard movies after very briefly playing a uh, a speeder in Super Troopers. (laughs) He was the one that Foster said meow to a bunch of times. Oh, that's right. But he answers the phone, and he says, you know, thank you for calling persuasions. How may I persuade you? And Rich says that the champ wants to book his regular suite. And Gaffigan just like, I'm sorry, but the suite is not available for for Mr. Salmon. Uh, Last time he was here, he let his pet kangaroo defecate in the kitchen. (laughs) And Rich is like, well, you know, champ doesn't even have that kangaroo anymore. He accidentally killed him in a sparring session. (laughs) Damn. But Sir Rich does this impression of the champ where he says, you know, tell him I want the emperor sweeter. I'm gonna shove his ass up his ass. <laughs> and you know, Gafkin hears this and he's like, you know, oh tell tell him he can have the sweet. I was I was just joking. He's, he's like tell him to make the reservation under King Kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs> How many <Ms? laughs> And it better be free, or I'm gonna knock him into I'm gonna knock Stanley into Bolivian. Bolivia. <laughs> and he's like, I think he means oblivion. Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point it is now 7 30 p.m. Rich tells the team, hey, we've got a new prize. Four day, three day, three, four day, three night stay yep. at Persuasions. And he's like, little hint, sell the cod. It's one of the most expensive items on the menu. So they're all going around. They're pushing the cod. One guy is like, is it a very fishy fish? I don't like fishy, fishy fish. fish. And I, th- I think it's Sherbatsky says, you know, it's it's the least fishiest of all the fish. In fact, <laughs> it's not even classified as a fish. <sighs> oh, okay. Meanwhile, somebody else is like, you know, is is it a very fishy fish? Because I like really fishy fish. It's the fishy and guy is like, it's the fishiest fish, and and a fishy fish is a healthy fish. That's right. You get the fishy oils and they do stuff. And yeah. somebody is like I, maybe Mia is like the like god is a flying fish. Or no, this this is Guy. Oh, I'm batting a thousand today. So okay. Said, like, you know, the, co- it's the, cod is a, the cod is a flying fish, uh, as in it's flying off the shelves tonight. It's, yeah, that was the guy who it's said very that. F- is this when he's talking to the German guy? Nine. That's later. No, that's later. Okay. That's uh, the Chiappino. But he says, you know, it's very flaky. Uh, the Eskimo name for cod is actually Ponakana, which means flake fish. Oh. If a waiter told me that and I wasn't a moron... Or if I was a moron, I'd totally buy it. I'd buy it. I don't consider myself a moron, but I'd buy it because I don't speak Inuit. You stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, this is Mia. She says, it's it's actually, it's a rare Moroccan midget cod. Uh, and it's almost <laughs> impossible to catch because the portions are so small. I know this might be nuts. God damn it. <laughs> no, that that is Mia saying this. Okay. But she says, the portions are so small, you might want to order two per person. And this guy, like, not wanting to look dumb, was like, hmm, yeah, Moroccan yeah. midget cod. I've heard of that. I've heard that. <laughs> it's true really for everybody. Good. <laughs> um, but so Olivia Munn asks Connor, she says, hey, just can you settle something for us? Were you in CFI Hotlanta? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was. And um, I already forgot the other guy's name. Marlin. Marlon? Marlin, R, yeah, or M, yeah. Marlin uh, is like, yeah. I thought That's you were on the fish. Bachelorette, right? Not that'll help me remember though. Miami Marlin, yeah, because it's the sixth place in Miami. Ha, yeah, ha. Okay, but he's like, he's like, <laughs> um, you know, I I thought you were on the Bachelorette, but so they order a brownie with a scoop of vanilla ice cream and two spoons. oh <laughs> This is another really dumb throwaway line that I love to quote. when <laughs> Olivia Munn goes, mmm, carbs." <laughs> I I think you've said that to me a few times when we were at Disneyland. (laughs) Probably. Uh, Is butter a carb? Uh, No, it's a fat. I know. I was quoting mean girls because that's what I do. Uh. Mean girls in a minute. But so Mia is flirting with this table and she's telling them to order the oysters. Because they're an aphrodisiac, which second movie in a row where they make a point of saying oysters are an aphrodisiac because Penelope said it to Juan Castillo in Club Dread. That's right. And Mean Girls somehow has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, people love that movie. Yeah. That will not be coming on the show, sadly. I figured we might be able to get that one on the show. It's like you mentioned Mean Girls. Like, oh, we can get that on. No, that is way over the threshold. Uh, but one of the guys that she's talking to at this table is actually Officer Rando from Super Troopers, mm. who's not in any of the other movies, but he's in this one. Randomly. And Connor walks by, and he says, you know, you guys wish this beautiful angel a happy birthday yet? Ooh. And Rando is just like, oh, it's your birthday, huh? Where's your birthday suit? That's not okay. No, that's sexual harassment. Yeah. Uh, Donnie, meanwhile, is still doing shots of Blue (laughs) Carousel. Uh, this might have been when he was just breaking stuff, just yeah. I think he was just dropping stuff off like the the counter and just like, oh, well. But guy walks over and he says, Er, Connor, god damn, they're like, Donnie, have you ever noticed that redheaded people breathe through their mouths? He's like, like orangutans, (laughs) exactly like orangutans. (laughs) I'm going to have to pay attention next time I talk to a redheaded person and see how much they didn't uh, breathe through their (laughs) mouth. But so Connor tells Mia that he wants his tickle friend back. Aww. Suddenly Rich runs up and starts eating Marlon's brownie. (gasps) No! And Connor's like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, it was in the sendback area. You said it was a sendback. He's like, no, I said I want my tickle friend back. He's like, what the fuck's a tickle friend? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he swallows the ring. That's going to do some damage to your intestinal tract, I, I feel. Oh, that's going to wreak havoc. Yeah, that's not going to be fun. That, that's going to rip your butthole. Yeah, and then some. But Nuts comes up to this table, and he's putting on their drinks, and he's like, one, two, three, one, one two, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. And Cherbatsky, who is a, she's a nursing student, second year, second year, she, tell, she goes to nuts and she's like, "Did you take your meds today?" And he's like, "Yes, I took them before I, before I got to work. So the next one is at 8:30. And she's like, "But what about daylight savings time? Doesn't that mean you should have taken them like an hour ago?" He's goes, "Oh <laughs> Oh, <Uh-oh>, spaghettios!" <laughs> Meanwhile they're trying to get rich to puke up this ring and he's like it, it's not gonna work it, it's too far like it, it's it's too far down there it's gonna have to come out the other way that he has an impressive digestive tract <laughs> if it goes beyond the stomach within five minutes yeah I think maybe it was actually it was trevatsky that said that oh yeah she, but she like listened to his stomach and said it was it was too far down and he's, it's gonna have to come out the other way yeah, they had like a stethoscope somehow. <laughs> yeah, and a stud finder. I don't know why they had those things. Yeah, I also don't think the stud finder would work like that. <laughs> no, it, it it finds like it, like it finds like solid things behind like hollow. Like yeah, so yeah, it wouldn't find a ring in your stomach. Right. Yeah. It it could find your spine potentially, but it won't find a ring. I'm gonna actually go a test rich- my stud finder and see. Yeah, go swallow like a quarter and then see if it... I was going to test my <laughs> spine, but... Rich asks Nuts to go watch uh, Guy and Connor's Tables so that they can help him. I don't know what exactly they're going to help him do, but... Stuff? Things? But so Nuts skips out the door. <laughs> Rich is like, was he just skipping? And then for whatever reason, Connor says, pick it a poke! <laughs> Okay. Uh, It is now 8.45. Connor pulls Marlon to the side and he says, look, someone ate your engagement ring. And he's like, that was a $450,000 South African Bing Diamond. I want to speak to the manager and I want to speak to the asshole who who ate it. Hey, sup? (laughs) Little does he know, that's the same person. (laughs) But so Rich tells him, you know, I'm trying to pass it, and your meal's on the house tonight, of course. And Marlon says, if you don't fuck out that shitting diamond, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. (laughs) Not shit out that fucking diamond. (laughs) Fuck out that shitting diamond. Yeah. Yeah. But so someone comes into the back and says that, or it was Guy. Guy comes into the back and he says, hey, this woman says her soup is too cold. And Dave was like, it's steaming. The guy says, I know. I told her to cook it in her own ass and then go fuck herself. But she insisted. <laughs> so Dave's just like, all right, I like you, Guy. Jaime, nuke the shit out of it. He just throws oh, it in the microwave. No. <laughs> Uh, Donnie at this point is of course just hammered. He's been doing blue carousel shots for hours, days, yeah. But him and Dave start brawling in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> Dave's like hitting him with a frying pan. You know, get, someone getting hit in the head with a frying pan will never not be funny. As cartoons have been doing it for years, man. And Danny DeVito to Billy Crystal and throw or uh, stop with my mom. Was, no, was it throw mom from, from the, the train. train? Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> um, not my cousin. You lied to me. Dong actually knocks out Billy Crystal. <laughs> Connor tells Marlon that the chef tells him we're all out of the brownie. Uh, but if you'd like, you can substitute it for the souffle, which takes Ooh. about an hour to prepare. All right, then. So you're like, all right, we'll do that. Uh, Mia is now hitting on a table of lesbians. What? <laughs> <laughs> One of them is, like, clearly very into her. There are a couple. And one is very into her, and the other one is getting very jealous. But she tells him that she's a ballerina, and she, like, dances her way back to the kitchen. Uh, Donnie drops some rolls. And Guy, as Guy is going back out with the plate of now boiling hot soup. It's it's still bubbling somehow. It is so hot from the microwave. Yeah. He steps on one of these rolls, falls forward, and throws the soup right in Mia's face. Soup face. Hence, soup face. Burns the shit out of her. Just She's got I think where Chabatsky says third or fourth degree burns all over her face. Yeah. They're peeling. It's disgusting. Yeah. But she refuses to go home because she wants to win this contest that bad. And she's like did Barishnikov go home when he twisted his ankle at the Bolshoi Festival? Did mm-hmm. now listen to this? Did Vladimir Putinsky <laughs> walk away when he sprained his toe doing the Marzipan King at the Ballet de Elises? The way you're saying this, I think the answer is no. <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, did Joe Thiesman quit baseball when he broke his leg?" Which is like, "Uh, actually, it's Joe Theismann, Theismann. and he never played football again. And she's like, either way, I am tougher than you are, motherfucker. Hell yeah, April Bolden. You go get them, soup face. (laughs) Cleon is back. He rides a horse into the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a crown and a scepter. He, like, rides in. And he tells somebody to go get a horse or go get a carrot for, the, for, for SS Fudgelicious. <laughs> it's a good horse name. It's, oh, it's the maitre d'. And she's like, I assume that's the horse. And he goes, this is my favorite line of the whole movie. He, he says, when you assume you make an asshole, out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. But he brings in this swordfish. <laughs> and he tells Dave... To go cook it, uh, he won it from Emerald in a thumb wrestling contest. <laughs> he's like, I broke his thumb, like, bam! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is there with Mr. Yamamuri. And Rich is like, we don't have any extra tables. And he's like, well, you better get them, because we're going to need those tables to make an, that $20,000. Uh, $20, and he says, if, if you don't get them, I'm going to shove him, meaning Mr. Yamamuri, <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> Ooh. A lot of things going up people's asses. Yeah. Know, but Rich is like, is he Yakuza? And Cleon is just like, don't be racist. He's making the first ever Cleon salmon candy bar. It's a layer of chocolate, nougat, peanut, more nougat, and salmon. Gross. So gross. Just, you know, it was great up until the salmon part. I would have yeah. had it until the salmon part. But yeah, he says, you know, oh, Japanese people they love that fish candy over there. That's not racist. But he t- <laughs> I don't. Is it? I don't know. Do they love? But anyways, anyway. he, he he tells Rich, uh, give me a table. Or I'm going to use your balls as cufflinks." Ooh. But so they sit, Cleon and his and his, um, his party, and he's. Cleon is telling Mr. Yamamori and his translator, he says, You're going to love this waitress. She's a ballerina. So, you know, it's Mia, and she comes up. Cleon turns around. He's like, Ah! It was <laughs> <laughs> such a genuine scream. <laughs> I know. She's like, Sorry about my appearance. I got burned with some soup. And Cleon says, Don't you know you're supposed to blow on it first? Just. <laughs> So, before you eat your soup, Taylor, do you blow on it and just stick your face straight into it? <laughs> Not usually, no, unless it's really good soup. Yeah. Yeah. That's but he's like, idea. get out of here, soup face. Yeah. <laughs> That's where soup face comes in. I didn't make it up, sorry. He says, get out of here, soup face. Um... But he turns turns to Mr. Yamamori and he goes, I am so sorry, but her soup face scared the <laughs> shit out of me. me. My voice is not that high. Because <laughs> when he screamed, it was like, ah! <laughs> um, but so Mr. Yamamori, through his translator, says that Mr. Yamamori believes that Ali was the best of all time. And if Ali was still alive, nobody could beat him. Ooh. And Cleon says, yeah, well, if ifs and nuts was candy and nuts, we all have a Merry Christmas. What the fuck and so she that translates that. She translates that. And he's like, no, no, no that's no. not what I said. <laughs> I think this is my favorite part in the whole movie. So it's like he says it again. He's like, if ifs and nuts was candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Say it. <laughs> and so she's, she just says. If ifs and nuts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Like, Thank you. Was that so hard? hard. <laughs> um So uh who was spitting champagne into a bucket? Why well, do I don't have that in my notes? Uh he does that. The champ Leon does that. Leon does? Yeah. Why? Because they bring him champagne, and he just, like, takes a swig and spits it back into the bucket and then starts talking. Then he says something <laughs> about, like, what's that in Spanish or something like that? But so, um, Scherbatsky and Donnie come up to the table, and Champ is just like, Dave, did you blow pop a Smurf? Scherbatsky <laughs> asks if he wants any appetizers, and he says, uh, yes, I would like to order some encrapments. Encrapments. I don't know what, he, what word he was trying to use Because I don't know what encrapments means <laughs> I'm guessing accoutrements Oh, maybe But he says uh, I'll have the fruity del mari <laughs> The oysters del cabana And the clams casino That's, that's his appetizers Those are entrees usually <laughs> Yeah, and then he says For the entree, I want that swordfish that I caught Oh, and Dave Make sure you cook the nose too I want to see what that tastes like, and of course, he's talking to Donnie when he's saying yeah. Dave. And he says, "And I want maraschino cherries on everything." <laughs> and he says, uh, "He says, did you know the word maraschino comes from the boxer Rocky Maraschino?" maraschino. <laughs> and Donnie's like, uh, "Actually, it's Rocky Marciano." <laughs> Whatever, my what? <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> This, this is when he turns to the translator and says, "How do you say motherfucker in Spanish?" Yeah, that's what it was. And do you notice every time he says whatever motherfucker, the camera is a little closer each and every time. Oh yeah, it like tightens yeah. up on him. Uh, so Mia is now waiting on a table with the, um, I guess making his second appearance on the podcast, Jim Rash. Hey, Jim Rash. <gasps> I don't I don't know if they're official. Because, you know, Rotten Tomatoes page doesn't show everything. But he Jim could Resch? become an honorary one like uh, yeah, like Nat Faxon. Of course, he was in Slackers. And Not Moby. Well,
1: it was Not no. Moby,
0: right? No. Oh, okay. He kind of looked he, like him in this one. Not Moby was the guy that took his place as the dean in Community. That's right. Okay. I thought you said Tony. Not Tony? <laughs> so your name's Tony. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Why don't you answer when we sit That's such a good episode. It's so good. But Mia is like sitting on his lap. And, you know, just burnt to shit. And she's flirting with him. And he's like, look, I'm just trying to keep my appetite here. But thank you for bringing your face into our dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and then she walks away. And he's like, these are the days I thank God I have a perfect face. but rich made this leaderboard and connor has moved into first place above mia (laughs) cleon comes in and he's just like where the hell's my swordfish and they're like fighting it this thing is still alive yeah this thing has not died (laughs) and they're like fighting it and cleon comes up and just punches it right in the face dead He's like, you have to, uh, you have to dominate the swordfish. Only then can you saute it. God damn. <laughs> um, oh, so Michael, they my are just so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, he says so many good lines. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. All good. So they're at twelve thousand. So getting there, but. They did say earlier in, in the movie that the, the most they've ever made in a night is 15000 uh, That's short of twenty. I so I have in my notes, strawberry daiquiris are for closers. Do you know what that means? Yeah, because uh, Cleon's in the back giving a, a speech. He's like, strawberry daiquiris are for closers. Broken ribs are for people who fail or something like that. Okay, Hold on. I'll find the quote. And oh, this is when he has got everybody in his office, right? Right. Yeah, everybody so calls... in my office now. Yeah, he called the, the whole customers. Wait... <laughs> Not the customers. He calls the whole weight staff into his office. He's got them all lined up. And maybe he's drinking a strawberry daiquiri with a crazy straw, of course. Yes, maybe that's it. Any, yeah, he says strawberry daiquiris for closers, and something about broken ribs for losers. And I think this is a is a good time for the latest episode of. Oh wait, let me let me cue up the music of Splatterpiece Theater. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Kevin, would you like to play the champ, or would you like to play Guy? I always defer to you. Who would you like to play? I feel you want to play the champ. I, I think I would like to play the champ. Okay, you, you be the champ. I will be uh, Guy. Okay, and uh, just so you're... So you, so you don't stumble early, it's pronounced madropides. Yeah, I know. I've been practicing. <laughs> okay. I had a feeling this was coming. <laughs> Who is Guy Meat Drapes? What kind of name is that? It's Majopades, sir. Well, I think you're pronouncing it wrong. This says Meat Drapes. It's actually pronounced Majopades. Well, why does it sound like that when I say it? Meat Drapes. I don't know. You don't know much, do you, Guy? No, sir. Well, if a trip to the Bahamas ain't going to get the molasses out your asses, maybe $10,000 will do the trick. 10000 bucks? That's right. New prize. Top waiter leaves... Oh, no, sorry. I think that's my line. Sorry. Sorry. Top waiter leaves here tonight with ten grand in his pocket. Do You know what ten grand feels like in your pocket? It feels like a third cock. Jesus, how many cocks you got, champ? Are you lampooning me, Meat Drapes? No, of course not, sir. You want to punch in the eye, guy? No, please. I can make your face look like a pie, guy. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't mean to do that. But now you know the deal. The waiter that comes in first place gets $10,000. Whoever comes in last gets a broken rib sandwich. And I it isn't even trying to hurt him. Are you about to cry, guy? No, of course not. Loosen up your tie, guy. Did you hear what I just said? It was a rhyme. If you're not gonna cry, then put him in his eye. Punch to the gut and make him smell like a skunk. If he runs out of meat, then he's... So what are you all staring at? <laughs> Don't nobody want $10,000? Get the hell out of here now. And scene. And scene. Um, are you lampooning me meat drapes? Is possibly my second favorite line in the movie. <laughs> that can work well almost anyway. <laughs> you lampooning me meat drapes? What the fuck are you talking about? Would be the next <laughs> coming out of somebody's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but so Rich tells the champ, uh, you know, champ, if, if you're trying to make $10,000 and you give away 10000 kind of seems like you're... It uh, works counter to what you're trying to accomplish. And Cleon's just like, believe it or not, I'm not a numbers guy. N- not shot. Not shot. No. <laughs> but so uh, the, the redheaded guy who... He was in Super Troopers. He was in Club Dread. I don't think he was in Beer Fest. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Him and uh this this other woman are at a table and uh the, the waiters start te- start <laughs> telling all the other customers about him. Like one person says, you know, that it's that couple's anniversary. <laughs> And so the woman is like, oh, we'll send them sh- some champagne on us. And uh, Mia is like, that man right there, he pulled me from the burning car. <laughs> That's a believable story at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shcherbatsky is like, after three years in a wheelchair, he walked into her arms. It was Oprah's oh. highest rated episode. I'd also probably believe that. Yeah? Yeah. But then we go to their table, and the guy's like... I'm going to stuff it in your ass tonight. <laughs> and she's like, that's going to be an extra 50 bucks. And he's like, that, that's fine because shellfish makes me horny. <laughs> and she says, good, because I got crabs. Who doesn't? <laughs> he says, who doesn't? <laughs> then he starts scratching himself. So, one of the waiters brings over this bottle of champagne. He's just like, The hell's is this? Is this, this? This is a hidden camera thing. So, he stands up and he starts yelling at the whole hotel. He's like, Yeah, all right. I ordered a prostitute. All right. I was bored at the hotel and looking for something to do with my cock. <laughs> I would say most people masturbate, not order a hooker. And don't take her out to dinner. No it's not like she's a paralegal who works in Barney's building Uh, okay Uh, guy is asking Connor what he's going to do with the money he says me I'm going to buy a leather couch with a velvet dick hole in it do you think he's going to fill it with some warm mayo oh (laughs) but so this this pop star named Nutella (laughs) arrives played by the played by Vivica A. Fox oh yeah uh and she she orders five of whatever the champ ordered. Ooh. And so Shabotsky, who is who is her waitress, is just like, fuck yeah. Aye. Uh, please and thank you. Uh oh, this is the part where Donnie is break he's just throwing glass over his yeah, shoulder and doing yeah. shots. Uh but Donnie gets his name added to the board. And he's just like, Whoa, what? I'm a busboy. I'm not a waiter. I don't know how to do anything. This is literally my first day. But so he turns his bow tie into a necktie because all the waiters are wearing neckties. <laughs> and so he's he got those like bow tie nipples. <laughs> yeah, he's just got kind of it dangling. Not even that, I'd say. It's just yeah. dangling down in between, his, like under his sternum. Yeah. Um, but so he, he goes up to his first table, and this is where it's the the German guy, right? Right. Yeah. This is him. It's uh the the German guy from Super Troopers who is also he's the ref, or, der referee or dare referee in beer fest. So I guess yeah. that makes this his third appearance. Oh shit. Is he an all-star? I Hold check on. his Rotten Tomatoes page. Cause I don't know if it's official. Uh, he is not German. The actor is actually British. Right. <laughs> um, but Donnie says, uh, he says, Hey, you sound like you're from the UK. Are you in a band like Oasis or Herman's Hermits? <laughs> What a fucking reference. I did not know Herman's hermits were. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, uh, he then proceeds to just break every glass on the table. He Or sp- spills it. Maybe he doesn't break it, but he at yeah. least spills every glass on the table. There might have been a couple cracks in there. Yeah. I don't remember what he was reaching for. He was reaching for something and like spilled every single yeah, glass. Yeah, he was going to like clear the glasses. He ends up knocking them all over instead. Yeah. Did you find anything on that actor yet? I'm pulling it up. I, it took me a second to find him. Uh but Guy gives Donnie Will Forte's table. He says, you know, hey, you're you're way behind. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to give you one of my tables and it, it's Will Forte. Yeah. So, I guess before before that, though, Guy actually goes up to the table and he's just like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Forte's like, excuse me? He goes, are you reading War and Peace? Get the fuck out of here. Right I love that here. book. <laughs> but so then, who should come in but the cast of CFI Hotlanta? Ooh. Ouch. Including including Morgan Fairchild and Dick Lobo, who's played by Lars Hendrickson. <laughs> yeah, Sam Redford is not in here, so he is not... Not an all-star. He's not a backdoor all-star. Sam Redford, that's the act- actor's name? Yep. Uh... I Do not see him in Cast and Crew. When I looked him up directly in Rotten Tomatoes, it gave me- Oh, he doesn't even record. have a Rotten Tomatoes page. Yeah. Oh, damn. It just takes me straight to Robert Redford. Well, that's not right. Uh I swear I saw it on there. Maybe it was his IMDB page. Yeah, he has a he has a pretty full IMDB page. Yeah, but it's mostly like German stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh wait, no, his name is Felipe Brennickmeier. Oh, I looked up the wrong guy then. I was gonna say I, I thought his name was something more interesting than that. Uh, let's see. His Rotten Tomato page has Reasonable Doubt and Choking Man, and that's it. Not an all-star. How does he not- how do they not have any of his Broken Lizard movies? They- this- Rotten Tomatoes needs to get their shit together. Seriously, figure it out. Yeah, put your finger out of your ass. Okay, but meanwhile, uh, Nuts is in the back and he's putting a thumbprint on every single little- Chiramisu, or whatever it is and he's like i told myself i would not put my thumb on every single dessert (laughs) Uh, but he he's now off his meds and he zongo is starting to come out oh i love zongo he like like runs out he runs out into the restaurant he's like zongo's in the house (laughs) and he starts skipping through the restaurant and uh, Cleon, who was behind the bar, trying to write a song. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, I like that. The whole wait staff, everybody skip. So now everyone is like skipping from table to table. Zongo starts singing opera at a table. Really well. Yeah. And somehow he's able to move into first place. It's that opera. It's pipes. People, people love it, I guess. Dinner and a show. Boom. Connor tells Marlon that the chef is currently pushing out his dessert. Oh. And Marlon's like, oh, that's great. How about you get me another drink? And uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, how about how about another rum and Coke? And this time, tell, tell the bartender to put some balls on it. And Olivia Munn is like, how about a virgin rum and Coke? And he's like, wouldn't that just be Coke? She's like, "Oh, that sounds delicious." That's delicious. <laughs> Olivia Munt hasn't played the brightest character in this. <laughs> and then I love this part too, where Zongo slides up to this table and he's like, "What's up, noodle dicks? That table over there just ordered two rounds of premium tequila. Now y'all just gonna sit here while they make you look like a bunch of fucking pussies?" Ooh, challenge accepted. And these guys are, yeah, these guys are like, "Fuck no, we'll take three rounds." <laughs> But so Shcherbatsky Gets some of the other guys to try and help her Force Zongo to take his pill But he's just like Nobody puts Zongo in a cage <laughs> So they like hold him down Force feed him the pill But then he like spits it back out Like a fucking dog Like my fucking yeah. dog <laughs> You have to shove it in thanks. Not up their ass she, she eats around it She's too Duncan, good Duncan says the same thing like i'd put his pills in his food he'd eat around then like the food is so much bigger than his pill so you think you'd like take it up with it no oh no somehow he pains eats around his little tiny ass thyroid pill that i have to give him daily anyway pains in the ass i tell you but so connor brings marlon this drink and it's like we, we saw the bartender just <laughs> giving it a healthy dose yeah and so Marlon takes a drink, and he's like, "Does a spit take?" Right as somebody's walking by with a birthday cake. And who's that person? The, with the liquor, cake? the liquor hits the birthday candles, blows a big fireball right into Mia's face. <laughs> oh, she's a full-on burn victim at this point. Yeah, now she's just cooked. She is charred. But so Connor goes into the bathroom behind Dick Lobo and he says, look, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry about what happened. I know you hired me to play a big nosed cop. And then I went and got a nose job. And Dick Lobo is just like, how could you not understand what we were doing? Like all the jokes were big nosed jokes. Like I smell a rat. Um, Others I didn't write any of them down. That was the only one I was only remember. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's like I, I, I found a guy I can get a nose enlargement and Dick Lobo's like what are we supposed to do just bring your character back to life with a big nose this isn't the fucking X-Files <laughs> that's a good one but uh, the champ sees the board and he's like who the fuck is Donnie and you know <laughs> Donnie's like oh that's me Champ's like, oh, well, you know, you're in last place. So if you don't get out of the last place, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. (laughs) And he's like, well, I, I, you know, I'm actually just a bus boy and I I started late. He's like, look, excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one, but don't nobody want to admit it. All right, champ. (laughs) Uh, Rich is in the bathroom and we hear a little tink, tink, tink. Hitting the toilet bowl. Um, And so he's, like, washing it off. Um, Oh, Donnie's telling the specials to this uh, table, and he looks across, and he sees the champ sitting on the stairs just staring daggers at him while he's eating, like, a little sorbet or something. It was something – it had to be a sorbet because sometimes it looked like it was just, like, red frosting. Yeah. But he's just like, yeah, let me tell you about our specials. We've got a boneless filet of – champion uh also a nice black eye sockeye salmon sautéed heartbeat he's (laughs) watching me (laughs) and then donnie just runs he just runs out the door gone but he rounds the corner and he runs right into cleon and luckily i'm like his what I just love this part. It was like explanation. I was like, I was like, how the hell did the champ get out there that fast? He says, little story for you, Dave, too. <laughs> when, I was, uh, when I was running for the dispute in Beirut, I used to run 10 miles a day with a baby camel on my back. <laughs> so the cast of CFI Hotlanta, they all do a toast to their 15 Emmy nominations. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, and then I love, they, they show the guy who replaced Connor. His name is Steve Lemaducci. <laughs> just, just a reminder, the actor who plays Connor is Steve Lemmy. Steve Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy's got a huge nose. This is beyond schnoz. I don't know the yeah, next he, level of this. I think it's a douche. Because this guy's like, call me douche. It's so I think douche. if your nose is that big, it's a douche. All right. From now on, it is a douche. And he's just like, hey. What are those people over there eating? <laughs> <It> smells beautiful. <laughs> it's <a> salmon. <laughs> these people like three tables over, <laughs> you can smell their food. It's a good schnoz. It's a good schnoz. <laughs> Donnie is in the walk-in freezer and he's crying. And his he just has these green streaks <laughs> <laughs> from so much blue carousel. His tears are green. And it's staining. <laughs> yeah. Scherbatsky comes in and offers him, uh, you know, one of her tables. She says, I've got Nutella. And once she cashes out, I'm going to shoot straight to number one. So we then see Zongo go up to a table and all the people at the table are cats. (laughs) And he's like, how is everybody feline tonight? The 62 salmon is Perfect. (laughs) here, everybody take a sip. And he just has like a whole fish and he's like feeding it to these cats. He's like, how does that taste? How does that taste? And then all of a sudden, snap back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. And he's Ooh. just shoving this fish in people's face. And he's like, <laughs> how does that taste? <laughs> and then pans out and we see that he's not wearing pants. <laughs> just see Jay Chandra Sakar's bare ass it's not the last time we see it either. Uh, and then Cleon comes up and just punches him out. <laughs> just Thank him you. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't care about OSHA regulations. He's got to go down. Uh, Rich finally poops out the diamond. And so he cleans it off. They put it back together. Put it in the souffle. <laughs> Which at that point, like bail on the dessert plan, like come up with something else. Connor brings it to the table, and Olivia Munn just starts wolfing it down. And Marlon is just like, ugh, ugh. and then she like, you know, she pulls out the ring, and she's like, "Oh my god, you know, yes, yes, of course," and tries to kiss Marlon, and he's like, uh, "You know, gives <laughs> her the cheek. <laughs> Uh Rich's wife then shows up with their triplets. We find out that Rich is actually married to Cleon's little sister. Oh. And, in fact, the champ introduced them. We then get a flashback to their wedding night when Cleon is giving a speech. And he's like, I always knew that Rich was a good guy because I always knew he would never cheat on my sister because he's such a pussy. <laughs> in fact, he's such a pussy. I gave him a little nickname. It's Cunty McTwat. <laughs> that is a good nickname. <laughs> Uh, Donnie passes Guy somehow. So Guy is now in last place. But Rich says, don't worry about it because only $250 separates first place and last place. Okay. Okay. The major D then comes in and says, Mia, I just sat the entire Miami Dolphins offensive line in your section. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the The British guy, who's not German... He, um, he orders a king crab and uh, Donnie tells him, or no, Guy tells him not to serve, that the chef told him not to serve the king crab because it's gone bad. Right. Meanwhile, the dolphins, uh, the, I'm not sure, maybe you can verify this while I'm talking, but I think the guy who orders was in Street Fighter. He was in street fighter. He was also in Honda? Yes. Okay. And he was in Necessary Roughness. I just looked on his uh, Rotten Tomato page and he will not be an all-star, but he <laughs> does make, he makes a couple more appearances. And he's also a the Cubs in, Okay. of uh, former NFL quarterback, Marcus Tuya Sopo. Really? He's a Tuya Sopo. He is a Tuya Sopo. Have you watched the um the documentary on Ah, the quarterback that got catfished. Not yet. I need to. Um, Manti Teo. Manti Teo, yeah. The person who catfished him is a Sopo. It Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> We're from the Northwest, and if anybody knows anything about the Northwest, we have like a line of quarterbacks go to UW and all through the system with the last name of Tui Sopo. And that's right, why we yeah, say and- it so well. <laughs> And don't struggle, struggle at all. Saying Sopo. yeah, and her uncle played for the Seahawks, right? Yeah, yeah. I, when it, it popped up, and I was like, "Wait, Tuiasosopo? Like, like those Sopos? <laughs> those Tuiasosopos?" <laughs> but so there, he's this guy's ordering for the table. He says, "You know, we we want some appetizers. Uh, we'd like two t bone steaks uh, each." That's a hell of an uh, appetizer. So Dick Lobo uh, tells Connor. You know that they're heading out the door, and he tells Connor, "Hey, call me when you get the when you get the nose job, and we'll we'll see what we can do." Meanwhile, the Dolphins are still ordering. <laughs> it's going to be a huge ass order, he says. You know, a couple pitchers of beer, uh, a bucket of shrimp, uh, some of that spinach artichoke dip, Ooh. and an eight pound lobster. That's each. a big ass lobster. You're <laughs> just some big ass boys. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Meanwhile, um, guy, guy walks by and he blows on the back of Mia's head and this chunk of hair falls out into a glass of water on the dolphin's table. And it's like, it's bloody. It has like tendrils. <laughs> and they're all just like, oh God, I'm going to be sick. And they just like get up and like shove the table over and just like head for the bathrooms. Yeah, they just trashed our restaurant on the way to the bathroom. Yeah. Shirbotsky goes and gives Nutella her check. She gives it back to her and it's got it says zero 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 zero. And is just like, um, what this isn't the check I gave you. And Nutella's like, Oh yeah, uh, Champ comped us. And Shcherbatsky says, well, was there a problem with your service? Because you didn't leave a tip. And she's like, think about it. 20% of zero. Actually, she says 20% of nothing. Is yeah, 20% nothing. of nothing is nothing. Bitch move. Yeah, right? That's like, when I flip a table. If you get comped, tip more. Right. Right. Whatever Unless you're getting comped because the service was shitty. Right. Yeah. Then you don't tip more. Yeah, but so it's twelve thirty in the morning. Restaurants cleared out, except for one man. Who's that? Will Forte. Oh, Randy. He finishes warm piece, Randy. Randy warm Randy warm piss. Warm My nose bleeds whenever I get a direction. Yeah. <laughs> Um, He finishes War and Peace. Oh, 1,225 pages. Is that legit? That's legit. Just looked it up. So he just sat in this restaurant. I read this whole giant book. Um, Donnie comes and takes his check, and it's like a fat stack of money. Yeah. And Donnie's just like, "Uh, sir, I think you you made a mistake. This is way too much. He says, "I, I can't take this much money. And Forte says, uh, "Have you ever heard of Schistophosiasis? And like most of us, I'm sure, Donnie's like, "Nope, No. Nope. He says, "Well, I've got it, and I've got it hard, and he and and I'm dying." Which, by the way, I looked it up. It's a it is a real thing. It's oh, it a is. Uh, it's a um, it's a type of worm. <laughs> Oh. It's, it's, a, it's a type of parasite. Ew. Uh Let me see if I can pull it up again here. No, not Felipe Brennickmeyer. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm, I am want to look up worms. <laughs> Deadly parasitic worms. Uh, a disease caused by parasitic worms. Although the, although the worms that cause schizostomiasis are not found in the United States, people are infected worldwide. In terms of impact, this disease is second only to malaria as the most devastating parasitic disease. What? Yeah. Wow. Is there a cure? I'm guessing no. You would ask that. Uh, Can schizostomiasis be secured? Can usually be treated successfully with a short course of medication called... Praziquantel, which kills the worms. So not Ivermectin. <laughs> not, not Ivermectin. Got it. But apparently, Will Forte has a case so bad that whatever I just said will not cure it. <laughs> because he is he is dying. And he says, all I wanted to do tonight was to sit quietly, have a nice meal, and read a little Russian pre extensionalism. And you were content to let me just sit here and do that. Wow. So he says, so take that giant tip. Cause you know, you can't take it with you. And so, you know, he has this very kind of Zen moment as he leaves the restaurant and then he gets run over by a horse. By the champ's horse. <laughs> that's so <that's> delicious. <laughs> oh, Randy Warmpiss, We hardly knew ye. Oh man. Um, His name is Horace in this. Yeah. So finally, the restaurant is closed. Time to find out how we did. In third place. uh, Nuts. Hey. Slash Zongo. All right. In second place. Connor. All right. Good job, Connor. Who is p- he's pissed off. <laughs> he really wanted it. Which means in first place... <laughs> Tara. Hey! hey! Robin Scherbatsky. <clears throat> golf shot, golf shot. This soundboard is going to be a problem. Yeah, you're lucky I don't have it. <laughs> you don't want somebody with ADHD having, you know, sound effects at the tips <laughs> of their fingers. But Donnie actually gave Sherbatsky Will Forte's tip, which Aww. was $1,000. Aww, he loves her. So, all total, they made $19,017. Oh, so close. Yeah, the champ is like. Uh, last I checked, nineteen is lower than twenty, right? He's not a numbers guy, but he's correct. Yeah. But so Tara comes into the office and she says, "You know, I'm give, give, me, give me money, money, please, money now, money, <laughs> money, me. money, me, money, 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 money wanting a lot now." <laughs> But he says, oh, you know, that's... No, there is there is no $10,000. That was predicated on an, illu- on an illusion. <laughs> an illusion only known to him. Right. But so Rich finally, you know, he gets his balls together and he says, you know what? You owe Tara $10,000. Do what you promised, you motherfucker. <laughs> Ooh. And Champ's like, ah... Oh. Looks like somebody's little acorns just grew into big nuts. (laughs) He's like, look, I can't give her $10,000 because I still have to give the Yakuza 20,000 yen. Um, Hold up. (laughs) They're like, "Uh, wait, 20,000 yen? You said $20,000. He says, yeah, yen is Japanese for dollars. (laughs) And Stravatsky's like, champ. 20,000 yen is about 170 U.S. dollars. This was in 09. It's 146.06 currently. Oh, it went down. It went down a lot. But so he gives Tara the $10,000 and he's like, what do I do with the rest? He's like, uh, Rich is like, I think you should give it to the staff. And so he just throws it up in the air. And I'm like, or you know, reinvested into the business? What like don't you have overhead you need to take care of? Like <laughs> he's not a money guy. He don't care about that. <laughs> I'm sure there's rent they gotta pay and you know, they gotta buy all the food. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like a mistake to me, but what do I know? But so Shrubotsky kisses Donnie to thank him. Oh, They're they're kissing in the middle of the restaurant, it's very nice. And then suddenly it's not so nice. Donnie starts like licking her face and being all kinds of weird and creepy. And she's like, whoa, okay, stop. And then he turns over, he turns and looks in and, and he's like, see, Donnie, that's how you kiss a girl. Oh, Uh-oh, it's Dave. And <laughs> that kid is how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, it tastes like tartar sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but so Cleon's like, he comes back and he's like, oh, I almost forgot. I got to kick the shit out of the loser. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we see Guy like, duct taped to a heavy bag. <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> he's he's, he's duct taped like with his hands up. And yeah, Champ's just making him hit himself. Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. And then he goes to punch him and it's like the Rocky ending where it like freeze frames right before he hits him. And then it plays this song. <laughs> Instead of Eye of the Tiger, it's Cry of the Cougar. Oh. <laughs> hey now. And that's it. That's Slam and Salmon. And it's wonderful. It's so good. Go watch it, people. It's free in many, many places currently. Dude, it's it's free on YouTube. It's so free on YouTube. It's free on Prime. It's on Tubi. I was I was happy to see someone on our Facebook. Like when I mentioned we were doing Broken Lizard Month, they were just like, "Slamming Salmon is great." I was like, "Fuck yeah, it is." <laughs> was that Charlie? No, it was. Uh, really? um, I think it was my friend Adrian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was excited to see, and I just told him, I said, you know, stay tuned. And he's, now his has been waiting two weeks. <laughs> this was supposed to come out in November, of course, but uh, I don't know why I turned into Kermit the Frog all of a sudden. It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know, man. It's It's been a long day. Well, let's wrap it up, because I think we're going to have a couple episodes this week so we can get back on track. Hopefully, that is the idea. Yeah, we're going to try and do... Um, I mean, we this, have to do- uh, obviously... This episode is coming out early in the week. Uh, It's not a Friday. This is a very special episode of the Grave Plot. Grave Plot. Oh, boy. Uh, Cultist cultist Plot Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, like Kevin said, we're going to try and get back on track. We're going to hopefully have two episodes this week, two episodes next week, and then uh, get back to regular Friday schedule. Um, If not deal with it i don't know yeah, make sure well, you're subscribed so you always get the, the the latest episodes the dings and the dongs yeah we'll, we'll shove these episodes right up your asses that's right so go watch slam and salmon if you haven't already you probably should have done that before you listen to this episode but whatever that's that's your prerogative we, we need to bring this up beforehand not at the end we constantly bring it up at the end yeah Um, And if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, make sure to go over to Apple podcasts uh, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, give us five stars, leave a real short review. doesn't really matter what you say. You can talk about, uh, you know, shoving things up people's asses. You can, um, you can talk about uh, meat drapes. Yeah. Or you know what you can put, you can put whatever motherfucker. (laughs) That is acceptable. Potentially, just we have noticed that the ones that have reviews are carry a little more weight, and so it does uh, help helps us move up the charts. It's not for our ego; we don't we don't care, honestly. But it nah. um, it helps us move up the charts, helps more people find us, helps us grow, and uh, that. Although we all that had good stuff that podcasters want in listenership lately, maybe <laughs> we can't I, tell. We still don't know if it's legit, but yeah, our numbers have been going up, so. um if if you have been listening, thank you. If you have been leaving a review, thank you. Uh, if you follow us on social media, thank you. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as Cult oh. of Splat. Um, and you can follow me. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle, and you can follow Kevin at on Instagram. I am Nescota. Technically, I'm still on Twitter as Kevin Nescota. Um, I barely use Twitter anymore, so. I'm on posts now, though. I like posts. It's like a combination of Twitter and Instagram. I really dig it. And I'm just uh, I started, there. What is it? Just Nescota. Spelled normal or spelled with D U H? Yeah, just regular. I was actually able to get it from you know one of my cousins. Wasn't sitting on it. Uh, I started a Hive account just before their servers went down. So, oh hey, I didn't realize their servers went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they've been down for days. Oh, that's not good. No, that's not good for a uh, fledgling company. No, that's how you don't scale children. Yeah. So um, follow us. Like I said, subscribe so you always get the latest episodes no matter when they come out. And we will see you next time. And until then, uh, wait, until then, see ya. The Yaz Jorgen makes it.